0: Hello. the show. Hello, my name is Rebecca Shinuga and you are listening to the It Starts With Heart podcast episode number 161. It is so good to be back guys. My voice might sound a little off. I actually lost my voice for a whole week and it's still not 100% back but I did not want to hold back On recording these podcasts any longer so it's about time I got back into the game. Now I don't know how many of you are similar to me in a sense of you are in hustle mode right now and what tends to happen to me in hustle mode is I go very hands-on in my businesses in terms of Just taking as much action as as possible. I'm a big believer of the more you do, the more you're going to reap the rewards. The more people you can help, the more that you can be helping yourself as well as others. And also the more that you put in, not just in your business, in any goal in particular that you have or anything that you put in your heart and soul into, the more you pour into it, the more you are going to get success from that avenue. Now, I'm someone who is so so guilty of probably having too much work ethic at times to the point where I have in the past been guilty of making quite a lot of sacrifices which I don't regret because I feel like for me personally building my businesses I had to make those sacrifices I had to cut down the time with my friends I was um, choosy about things that I did in terms of my social time I cut down TV. At one point, I wasn't watching any TV whatsoever. I took the TV out of my room, so didn't watch TV and I just worked instead. A lot of late nights, a lot of early starts. And I did it for quite a long time, a good couple of years, until then when I started to see the breakthroughs in terms of, right, okay. I've now created something where I can leave my corporate job. Just bearing in mind I did all this around a really demanding corporate job in a senior position. It wasn't a job where you could just switch off at the end of the day and forget about it to the next day. It consumed me. It was stressful, high pressured environment. And I was also studying as well when I first started my businesses but for me personally I just knew that I wanted more and I knew that by me achieving more I could give more to those that I love and the first goal of that was time with Hallie at the time before Winnie came along of course and I wanted to be able to pick her up from school on time. Um, for after school I wanted to be able to go to all of her school activities I didn't want to miss a single assembly or a single show and then also it enabled her to become more confident because it also meant that I was able to do more with her in a sense of swimming after school dancing after school horse riding gymnastics all of these different things that she is heavily involved with and things that she's like to try out, and other things that she's got in the pipeline that she wants to give a go, Or a lot of these things are during working hours for full-time workers, many of them are, and now obviously with Winnie along, even things that are on later in the evening, I don't want to be dragging her out really late, she goes to bed at like half six, seven o'clock latest, so for me, when I look back now, it was 100% worth putting all of that work in, sacrificing those things a little bit of the time, at one point I did miss things, I missed Hallie's first steps as an example, I missed pick, like, pick up times from nursery, that kind of thing, whereas now I'm seeing all of it and it was 100% worth it, 100, not more than 100%, 100 and. worth it and one of the things I have realized though is because I have had those wins it can be very very addictive because I know that no matter how much I pour into my businesses that I know it's going to benefit my family in different ways however what also comes with that is other things get put to the side the free value that I put out there for people such as this podcast as an example Sometimes I think, oh, I'm just, I'm not going to bother f- um, filming that reel today because I just want to get into my DMs and connect with all of these people. I've got this to reply to, this to reply to, this call to do. And I end up just in my DMs and on calls constantly. And then my YouTube videos don't get posted. My TikToks don't get posted. or they do, but they're a bit inconsistent. And it's not me being inconsistent in a sense of I'm not working, I'm working, that's the problem. So, because I'm fully aware of this and fully aware of this development area of mine, I have identified the importance even more so now of having that self awareness. One of the reasons why people struggle to have the balance in the life and success in all of the areas, because let's face it, why would you not want success in every area, whether it be your finances, whether it be your business? or your career, whether it be your family life, your relationships, your friendships, your spiritual spirituality, your religion, whatever it is, your health and fitness. Why can't you have it all? You can have it all. But what happens is people aren't self-aware. So they either spend too long all in on one thing and forgetting everything else. Nothing else matters. This is where you get people who are making millions or billions and just have no friends, and then end up not happy anyway, or you might pour all into your workouts, you might have an absolutely amazing body of a temple, but then no discipline elsewhere, such as, again, maybe that might affect your relationships, that might affect your work ethic, because you're just constantly working out, or constantly just thinking about something else, and I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing to be obsessed about a certain area, but you want to have your eyes on all areas. So this is why it's so important to be self-aware. I knew exactly what I was doing at the time when I, have like I said, I sacrificed all of those different other things in order to create the life of freedom that I've got now. However, like I said, it is a little bit addictive. So sometimes I do have to have a word for myself and be like, right, okay, I've stayed up now past my bedtime and I'm saying that with like little quote marks because obviously I don't have a bedtime as a 35 year old woman but in my head I do have a bedtime or I have a goal of a time that I want to be in bed for because I know what time I want to get up and I want to know how fresh I'm going to be and all of that but sometimes I can be like oh just another hour just another hour just another hour and I'll just be up and I'll be up and I'll implement something else and I'll do something else and I am the person who takes on loads and it has to be implemented now I am literally the person who is like Success loves speed. The quicker I can implement it, the quicker it's gonna work, and so on. And that's true, but then at the same time, you have to have the self awareness as well. So by being self aware, it means that you know your strengths and you know your weaknesses. I fully know my strengths and my development areas. I am not perfect, and that is the whole point of this podcast to show you that you don't have to be perfect to get success. No one who has success is perfect. Everyone's a work in progress. The most successful people are the people who are on a continuous learning journey throughout their whole lives. What you might know now in your 20s or in your 30s is not something that you're going to know in your 40s, 50s, 60s. You're going to continue to develop, continue to become wiser, continue to build on your communication skills. All of these exciting things, the person who you're going to become in the next decade, the next two decades, next three decades, if you're continuously working on yourself, how exciting is that the fact that you've probably not even got a clue right now how incredible your mind could be in another 10 years' time. So it's thinking about that as well, knowing your strengths, knowing your development areas, and then where can you be bridging some of those gaps? But then also, what gaps do you want to be bridging? Do you want to be a jack of all trades? Probably not. So it's again it's having that self-awareness. What is the strengths that's in alignment with your goals and your development areas that you need to improve or where you need to get more experience or whether you need to get more knowledge or whether you need to bring someone else to support you in certain areas. But like I said, it's having that awareness of what you're good at and what you're not. And with that, it improves your decision-making because then it means, right, okay, I've done, as an example like me, three nights of staying up until whatever time 1-2am in the morning which isn't in alignment with my overall vision and my overall goal in the long in the long run because obviously that impacts my health and fitness goals but I'm willing to do it for three nights if I need to, to to implement something that's really really important for the business and that's going to add value to others and then I'll catch up on my sleep after that so sometimes I still do the sacrifices but It's improving your decision-making. Sometimes you still have to make some sacrifices. If I just went to bed at nine or 10 o'clock every single night, yeah, I could do that, but then I might not necessarily hit all my business goals because then I do want to have the healthy lifestyle and the fitness. I do want to have the sleep, but then I also want to be present with my kids from three o'clock in the afternoon till half eight in the evening. I don't do any work. I do zero work. I might reply to the odd WhatsApp message, that's it. Um I don't look at my emails, I don't go on calls, I don't have to reply to WhatsApp if I don't want to reply to WhatsApp. Um and I definitely won't be on my DMs during those times or anything like that. So unless it's then that then, then that time is just family time. So that is the time when I'll pick Hallie up from school. And then she'll have her activities and I've got Winnie with me and we're having a laugh and we're bonding and we're playing with her toys when we get back and then the girls have the nice nighttime routine and I'm taking my time with it. I'm tidying the house. I'm doing all of these things. I want to be that present mum at the same time. And then they go to bed and then at like say like eight, half eight when I start building my businesses again. But then if I've got a nine o'clock bedtime every single night, that's an hour in the evening, yeah? So I'll aim to drop Holly off at school in the morning, as an example, at 20 to nine in the morning. So then I know that the latest I get home is 9 a.m. So then in my head, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've got 9 a.m. till 3 p.m. So six solid hours to work my business. So it sounds like loads. But then when you include your lunch, when you include feeding Winnie, because again, present mum and I've got a newborn you know, that time can easily be eaten up. So this is why you have to be fully self-aware and fully know what you're doing When I was working my corporate job, I was thinking, oh my God, I cannot wait to be out of this job so I can have the whole day as I please. But then what actually happens is you start to fill it with other things. So you need to know what you're saying yes to and you need to know what you're saying no to and you need to be happy with that. So if that means a few nights in the week here and there, I'm going to stay up later than what I wanted to. Yes, I'll do that. It's not a problem because it means then I'm still hitting all of my different goals and I'm still able to be present with my kids. I'm still able to push my businesses forward at the pace that I want to and all of that. So think about that in your own personal environment as well, your own personal goals. Where are you making good decisions or where are you making bad decisions? Bad decisions for me is when I start to cross over work with downtime. And I'll say to myself, right, I'm not looking at my phone all day. And then I'll find myself and I'll look at my WhatsApp and it'll be someone in my team somewhere and I know for a fact or even someone who's not even in my direct team and my network marketing company as an example and I don't actually technically have to answer <laughs> the message at all um, but then I look at it and I'm like I know I'm going to be annoyed if I reply to this message because if I open it and it's a question that they could just find the answer themselves um, then I'm gonna be annoyed because I've answered because I've opened it, and then it's opened. I'll have to respond because otherwise I'll forget, and then it annoys me. So that's a bad decision when sometimes I fall down that hole because sometimes I can be too giving in a sense of my boundaries. Sometimes I'm very very good at saying no, very good at managing my time, but then sometimes I am still a little bit too caring in some ways where I put other people before me. Um, in times like that when I know that's my downtime to switch off so like as an example someone messaged me yesterday so it's Monday today someone messaged me yesterday which was a Sunday when I was away for the weekend with family seeing family who I don't see often because they live on a different part of the country um I was with my kids we was all out and it was a lovely day and then I looked at my whatsapp messages for whatever reason Um, just having a quick check-in on the team and I had a message that I knew was not someone in my team so it was a number that I didn't recognize and I thought oh here we go I opened the message which I know I shouldn't have opened the message and it said hey Rebecca where do I find the training for such and such a thing in the training portal So, because obviously I don't know that off the top of my head, what I would have done back in the day was gone on the training portal, found it, and then responded to her when she could have just gone on and found it herself. So, I just replied, and I just thought, you know what, I wish you didn't open that message, but I'm just going to say, you're going to have to have a look for it. And I did. So, basically, that's like probably not the best example because I ended up setting those boundaries anyway. But what I'm saying to you is, you need to make the right decisions for you. And like I said, it's a work in progress. Boundaries for some people are the hardest things to set. And I really, really struggled with it at one point. I'm so much better now. Like like I said, there's still the odd thing. Sometimes with my WhatsApp, it's a bit like, or I know that I want to, let's like say, for example, if I don't have any calls in an evening. So then I finish what I need to do with Hallie and Winnie by like, say, eight, half eight. Hallie's in bed. Winnie's already in bed way before that. And then I think, oh my God, I've got no calls. That means I can have. One of my sleep teas and I can get an early night, and I can still get up at four five a.m. and feel fresh and get an amazing workout in. And then I think, right, I'm not going to look at my phone. Then what do I do? I look at my messages, and someone's like, "Oh, I've just popped you in a chat with such a body Blah 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 blah. And then before I know it, it's midnight, and I've not like not got sleep. Do you know what I mean? So it's a work in progress yeah but I 100% have got a million times better over the last few years but this is what I urge you to do as well and it's not just with boundaries it's about with anything so think about where you need to improve your decisions and that comes with being self-aware I know my weaknesses yeah I know my areas where I need to improve it's a work in progress who I am now is not who I'm going to be in six months time I'll still be me as in me but I'm going to be an up-leveled happier, more successful version of me in six months time, So, I don't go past one day without working on myself, whether that be my personal development and mindset, whether it be my business, whether it be my health, my fitness, whatever, every single day, my needle is moving forward and forward and forward and forward. When I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to be an improved, better version of myself than I was today. Every single day, regardless of like, what I'm doing because I make it a priority. Can you say that? Have you? Can you look back in the last six months and be like, Whoa, well, I'm completely different to what I was like in six months? I uh, six, six months previously. If I look at me, like when was six months ago now? So, what are we in now? October. Um, oh my god, um, April, hey, May, June, July, awesome. Yeah, so April, me in April, when I look back now, I'm like, Oh my god, I feel like I. Did not know what I was doing in April. What was I even doing in April? And I'm like looking at my business activity and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's crazy how much you level up in just six months. Yeah. So think about this. And then also being self aware improves your adaptability. So being willing to adapt and learn from different situations. You might not like the change but you adapt to the change, you embrace change, you're optimistic, you think about things positively. And then, like I said, you're learning from those different experiences and situations. And again, being aware of how you are dealing with certain things. And are you happy with how you dealt with a certain scenario? Could you have done something differently? And it's having that continuous growth in your mind of always wanting to be better and then it's going to improve your communication it's like I said it's going to make you happier it's going to make you a more fulfilled person and then you're actually striving towards your true potential some people just they have so much potential so 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 much and they just don't even realize because they don't even look at it and um, and they don't focus on it whatsoever which is a real real shame um so how do you get like that so the first thing you want to be thinking about is getting feedback. Get feedback proactively. This is something I did loads in my corporate job. I'd email my colleagues, random people, people who I had good relationships with, people who were below me in terms of like um, you know, like role status, not below me as in like below me as a person, below me as in terms of my job position, um, my status in that sense. And people who were below me, people who were on the same level as me, people in completely different departments, people who were um, ahead of me. And I just had a variety of different people and I'd email them every three to six months and I'd switch it up every single time. And I'd just be honest, I'd be like, listen, um, this is what I do as a job. This is what I'm striving towards, blah, 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 blah. From your honest experience and be as brutally honest as possible, how do you um, value your relationship with me? How do you see me? And I made a point of doing this, like I said, with people who I had good relationships with and people who I knew didn't know me well. They would have known of me, either just from sitting in a meeting or whatever, but they, well, they've not got a strong relationship with me. So I used to be able to know what people thought of me who knew me as a person. And then also people who didn't know me at all really and what the perceptions were of me and this was such a great way of being able to develop and improve because you see patterns yeah you see patterns in the responses of people the positives and the development areas the positives are great because you know what you're doing right the development areas if it's coming up multiple times you're like whoa is this what real lot people think and then you can improve it But then also the non-proactive feedback. What feedback are you getting? Whether it's the weight on the scales, whether it's your confidence in a certain subject, whether it's results in your business, whether it's the way that people treat you, that is all feedback. You are being, you're going through life and things are feeding back to you constantly, all of the time. So how are you taking that feedback? Like, are you even aware that it's even a thing? Look at how things are happening to you in life and the results that you're getting in certain areas because it's all feedback. Analyze your actions, have a word with yourself, have check ins throughout the day. Are you doing the things that are in alignment with who you want to be? And if not, why? Is it a sacrifice you're making for a short period of time that you know is a sacrifice for a short period of time? As an example, like me staying up late for two or three nights in a row, yeah, that I know is not going to be two or three months in a row. Does that make sense? Or two or three years in a row, I've been there, done that, had burnout, never getting it again. That burnout was my feedback. But if I would have ignored that feedback, I'd probably be in hospital now. Okay. So think about this, analyze your actions and have check-ins and analyze the feedback that you're getting, whether it's proactively or not. And don't be defensive. Don't be defensive about feedback. Feedback is feedback. If you don't agree with it, you don't have to agree with it, but it's someone's perception potentially or whatever. Don't take it personally. Learn from any mistakes, and make changes going forward. There's absolutely no point in doing something over and 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 expecting different results. It's not going to happen. And then also reading and learning, having that continuous want to progress and get better, improve. And with that, you just become more aware of yourself anyway, because obviously the whole point in personal development is because you want to develop your personal attributes. Yeah. You want to improve certain areas of your life, whether you want to be stronger, whether you want to be smarter, whether you want to be better at a certain subject, whether you want to be more confident in a certain area, whether you want to learn how to speak another language, all of these different things are personal development. Okay. And as you're reading and learning and you're doing more and more and more and it becomes part of you as a human, then you're going to be more self-aware. And then that means that you are able to get to your goals quicker and you're in a more of a happier place because it's that constant progression that you know is always going to be there. So I hope you got some value from that. If you have, make sure you screenshot in this podcast episode, share it on your stories, tag me, tag your friends in it, and I will see you on the next episode.